This podcast is brought to you by Close Finance, sponsors of the Marathi Bars Final and Women's Marathi. Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Football Podcast. Our thanks to Close Finance for their support of our Marathi coverage this weekend. It's the big one. After four years away, the Marathi Vars final returns to Sarnian soil on Saturday. While for the women, it's eight years since the island hosted that showpiece. And for the first time ever, both will be played on the same day at the same venue. So lots to look forward to and a little bit of Marathi history already locked in. I'm Tony Kerr and with me to look ahead to both games is the Guernsey Press sports editor, Gareth Prevo. Hi, Tony. Uh, good to see you, Gareth. Um, a big, big weekend ahead. Um, we've also got the basketball in Trinculars, which I know you'll be keeping across as well. And I just want to start by mentioning um, our two stars, Alex Scott and Mel Atissier, because, um, yeah, they've both, of course, pulled on the green of Guernsey at age group levels and have their own massive occasions to look forward to. Uh, Mayer with Man United in Sunday's Women's FA Cup final and Alex in Argentina in this month's Under-20 World Cup. Uh, his place in England's squad confirmed today. Um, yeah, two uh, amazing things um, for them to be a part of. Um, yeah, and it was a, a really nice photo, wasn't it, that Mayor tweeted um, earlier today of seven years ago, which we were keeping in our back pocket. <laughs> I know, yeah, thanks, Mayor. Yeah, it ruined our, one of our stories for the week, but there we go. Uh, yeah, it was something when, when they Man United won their semi-final about a month ago now. Um, we'd actually discussed that she'd held the uh, FA Cup on FA Cup final day when she presented it back in um, 2017, I believe it was, to Arsenal, who won it. Um, that year so it would have been a, a nice little sort of reveal on in our pages this week but uh, no Maya understandably posted the fact that she'd already done it uh, this week so she's beaten us to that one yeah she's got a good memory <laughs> I suppose you don't forget that <laughs> yeah um, yeah I mean that's going to be a massive one um, Sunday uh, a sellout Wembley as they take on Chelsea um, and of course they're still in the title race as well very much in the title race in the WSL um, so that is going to be a very very interesting contest yes yeah, I think it's very hard to select a winner there I mean Chelsea probably will go in as favourites they're sort of like the, the established club I suppose um, they're sort of the champions and um, I think they're the holders of the FA Cup at the moment as well but uh, yeah Man United have had an absolutely outstanding season and they're currently top of the Women's Super League and yeah their momentum is um, is flying high at the moment so um, I think that should be a great game and yeah it's not one I'd like to call but hopefully fingers crossed we have a, a Guernsey winner involved yeah it could be a lot of battling for the back page on Monday um, yeah and that uh, FA Cup that she presented was to the other Alex Scott um, and uh, the other Alex Scott's namesake are Alex Scott um, yeah in England's 23-man squad for the uh, under 20 World Cup uh, in Argentina um, the young Lions going to be facing Tunisia Uruguay and Iraq in the group stage games which will take place in May with the tournaments are spilling over um, into June it was supposed to take place in uh, Indonesia uh, originally but it was taken off um, off them and, and given to Argentina and um, yeah what a place to go and play um, a major tournament yes fantastic I mean obviously Argentina the current World Cup holders senior men's obviously um, it's just football fever in South America isn't it it's just a just an absolute hive of activity when it comes to football down there and what an atmosphere they're going to enjoy out there for, for their games especially I imagine the Uruguay game you'd imagine there'd be a lot of travelling fans for that one so it'll be a great experience for Alex and the rest of the England under 20s and you know they're the current under 19 European champions so it'd be really interesting to see how they get on down there are we going? 
we want to. <laughs> I don't think the editor's going to allow it. I won't be able to. It clashes with the Island Golf Championship. So there we go. Yeah, I've got quite a lot of Island Games prep to do as well. But there we go. Um, something to keep track of um, once our domestic football season is finished. Um, right, let's get on to Saturday, though, closer to home. The Marathi Vars final back at Foots Lane um, for the first time. Well, back in Guernsey for the first time since 2019, which does feel um, like a lifetime ago. Um, Jersey, of course, go in as holders after that 1-0 win at Springfield last year. Um, a game that Guernsey perhaps could and should have won, um, but didn't, of course, and they'll be hoping to put that right this weekend. Um, in fact, after that flurry of wins um, in the Marathi at the start of the GFC era, uh, we've only won one of the last six played either side of the pandemic, um, with Jersey lifting the, the trophy the last three times. Um, as we know, it's Tony Vance and Colin Fallais at the helm, and I caught up with Big Fall as they trained at Foots Lane on Wednesday evening. For you, as someone who's given so much to football, how pleased are you to have this occasion back uh, on local soil? Well, I'm pleased to be involved within the occasion, Tony. Um, you know, yeah, four years. I mean, where has where has that gone? And there's been an awful lot of, you know, life-changing stuff that's happened in there. So, the good old Marathi back in the uh, back in, in its place in May. Um, you know, yeah, I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be a great day. Do you think it's an extra spring in the step of, uh, I mean, if needed, but, you know, an extra spring in the step of our players heading into it, the fact that it's back at Foots Lane and back in Guernsey? Well, it should be, huh? It should be. I mean, crikey, the excitement should be at its um, fever pitch, um, you know, because it's a great opportunity for anybody that's, in, that, that's involved. And, you know, over the years, it hasn't been at Foots Lane historically, but last two or three prior, it started to, to make itself the home uh, of, of football. And on the back of, you know, GFC seasons here, um, this is the place I actually I think players want to be. So um, we've got it all set up. It's, it's coming on Saturday. So uh, let's bring it on. And you've been involved in a few of these, of course, uh, in lots of different capacities. How do you sum up what's kind of going on in your head and in your heart this week ahead of this one? The best and the biggest. Uh, as simple as that. If it isn't the best and the biggest, if it isn't affecting me in that way, then uh, I don't reckon I should be here. So uh, yeah, mo most certainly looking forward to it tremendously. I'm very privileged to, to be standing here, uh, one, doing this interview, but two, to be there on uh, on, on Saturday. So um, yeah, I'm going to lap it up. I'm going to enjoy it for, um, for the opportunity that it is. I hope every player that's representing both islands does that. In, uh, in the very best way. Yeah, fantastic. And after a long GFC season, ended on a high note overall, um, avoiding relegation. I mean, how do you gauge the, the strength of the squad we've got this season and, and the kind of shape that they're going into it in? Well, I think the, um, yeah, I think we're okay. I don't think uh, we're, we're, we're carrying any uh, severe knocks that we've, uh, we may have had in the past. I think people are in, uh, in, in decent nick. Um, yeah, it's been a, a tough season, but, that's how you produce tough players. And that's one of the things about what's happening in, in uh, Channel Island football at the moment. Um, the level that people are performing at, both Guernsey and Jersey, um, is, is a much higher demanding type of football. And um, I, for one, thinking it's, it's producing a, a, you know, a tougher, type, uh, tougher type player. And that's what we want. That's that, that's uh, you know we spend many years in our in our comfort zones, and and we still have our comfort zones in local football. I'm sure Jersey have got their own little comfort zones too. But um, 
tough seasons in the UK. That's for making of a, uh, a tougher breed of player. So I like to think that's what we're bringing to the table on Saturday is a tougher breed of player. And amongst those tougher breed, perhaps somebody's come in to the benefit of local football is Dave Merris, who's I think 43 um, going into this weekend. Uh, what can you say about his, well, I suppose, ability, but his desire and his um, his attitude that, that means he's you know in contention for a, for a place in Emirati at his age? Honestly, you, you, you know, you mentioned the age, but I, I can uh, I can I can tell you that um, what he is and what he's brought is exactly what I've just been talking about. But he's already earned his stripes over over the years of being there. But he's carrying them now, and he's he's actually you could see it oozing out of him, um, dropping into local football for a, a little while. I don't think did him the, any 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 good at all. And no no disrespect to uh, where what he was playing but you can see this is exactly exactly where uh, where he should be and the way that he looks after himself the way that his brain works in the game um, he's an example to every one of the squad so um, <laughs> whatever the age it makes absolutely no difference uh, in my book anyway because he's uh, he's certainly he's certainly added something to us this year yeah, and just to return to kind of where we started in this chat, um, as you say, the Marathi's been away for a few years. I mean, we've had great crowds here at GFC since the pandemic came, uh, well, you know, since we sort of got back to playing football. But I mean, what's your message to just to the Guernsey public, the Guernsey footballing public ahead of Saturday? Oh, come down, enjoy it, be a real fan, you know, get emotional, get right into the game, support, you know, the, the, the Guernsey flag, the Guernsey team, the Guernsey player, with a hundred percent, you know, it's uh, it's. I say it's a game to be enjoyed, and you know what? Sometimes I think some some people are learning to be a supporter, especially with the, we've been talking about, you know, the UK football. So um, let's be a real supporter on Saturday. All right, let's uh, let's let's make this place rock for the right reasons. No moans, no groans, just support. We've got the women training alongside um, the men tonight. Um, both games happening on the same pitch, at the same venue, on the same day for the first time. Um, just finally, what does that mean to, to you to see that? And I mean, yeah, how exciting should that be for Guernsey football that to sort of, I guess, got to that stage? Uh, you know, the, the the girls are taking over, and I, I you know, I've, I admire them, and I think they're um, they're they're going to be on a great journey. Um, I don't think Saturday is going to. Um, dictate their journey it's a it's a big day I mean in all fairness this this is a a a big venue for the girls so it's a really exciting day but um you know I I I believe that they're going to change the um change the way that representative football has has been for the girls so I really do wish them wish them luck I know they've got a tough tough task they know that um, and we should all understand that but there's some great work going on behind the scenes in, in, in girls' football. And we're producing some very, very good young girls, obviously more on an uh, individual basis at the moment rather than a team, because that structure isn't quite there yet with the depth, the strength and depth. But by golly, there's uh, one or two girls that are coming through that um, are following in the, uh, the superstar that, that Mayor is. Um, there's one or two. I think it'll emulate her journey.
big foul there. Um, having seen a, a fair bit of GFC this year, uh, Gareth, what's your read on how Guernsey look uh, going to this one compared with um, perhaps last year? Um, I think they should have pretty much a lot of confidence, to be honest. I think certainly since like mid-January, GFC got on a roll and they've uh, played really well, especially against the big sides in um, Isthmian and South Central. Uh, it tailed off a bit once survival was guaranteed, but that was hardly surprising. The amount of effort that required to sort of play that they had a period of about 16 games sort of in the space of 10 weeks or whatever, you, that's going to take it out of you, especially with a lot of travelling. They've had their rest now um, and I'd have thought they'd be chomping at the bit to get out and um, try and win back that Vars, which is just uh, <laughs> such a big thing. I mean, it's funny, there's something about Morassi that just makes you feel a bit nervous for the, the sort of like the week going into it, even in our position, sort of like knowing you've got to preview the match and what have you. And you, you're trying to be as positive as possible. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty hopeful that uh, Guernsey will have enough about them to, to win back the trophy. Well, that's it. I mean, squad-wise, you know, looking at last year, everyone, I think, in Guernsey was pretty confident going into it. And, and, you know, so it proved in terms of the way the match played out. You know, they created lots of chances over there. Um, but in the end, kind of Jersey sort of did what they've done uh, over the last few years, which is sort of grind out a victory. I mean, there haven't been many goals in it have there and in terms of the squad this year compared to last year we had Ben Acey last year um, Tom Jackson as well he was involved uh, so they've they've drifted away but attacking wise got some you know some fresh blood in there this year Brandon Wallace who's come through um, into the GFC um, sort of set up and look really dangerous so yeah, it is going to be uh, very interesting. Just a reminder of that Guernsey squad um, with 18 to be selected from it, this training squad that Tony Vance has put together um, ahead of the Marathi and the Island Games to come. Um, the training squad, Jason Martin, Josh Addison, the keepers, um, Dave Merris, Jacob Fales, Jamie Dodd, Joe Alvarez, Keanu Marsh, Tom Vodin, Kieran Mann, Liam Mann, River Marsh, Seb Vance, Tom Dodds, Tom Martin, Brandon Wallace, Charlton Govine, Danny Hale, Dave Rioi, Glenn Letissier, Keen Domal, Matt Loring, Ross Allen, Sam Murray, and Will Fazakali. Um, there is probably, I think, one name, uh, one face that stands out there. That's Dave Merris, um, who turned 42 in October, um, set to become, I think, what we think is the oldest Guernsey Marathi player. Um, I, I know there have been a, a few who've sort of um, featured kind of into their late 30s and perhaps early 40s, but for an outfield player um, at 42, I mean, Gareth, for you, where does that rank in sort of achievements locally in sporting longevity? Um, I think it shows great um, dedication and enthusiasm from from Dave Merris. I mean, he, he's been outstanding for Guernsey FC this this season. But yeah, in, in a in a sport like football, where it is especially even more so now, and it's getting more fast paced all the time. Um, it's just incredible to to be playing sort of into your forties at the highest level possible locally. And um, I mean, it's not as if Dave Merris is a surprise in that squad. I mean, he, like I say, he's been been very impressive for, for Guernsey FC throughout the season. And um, yeah, and he offers quite a few, um, he offers the options to the coaching staff. He's, he's quite a versatile player. He, he can play in midfield if necessary, um, perhaps more likely to play in defence. He, he reads the game really well. So um, yeah, it's, it's great for him. Um, he, he deserves to be in there. And in terms of just as an achievement, well, yeah, it's uh, it's something now that you look at certain people in their mid-30s, you're thinking they're going well. And so we're talking someone another sort of half dozen years on top of that. And it's just, it's just an incredible, incredible effort. Yeah, and he's obviously got a professional pedigree, hasn't he? Mm. Featured uh, in the Football League um, and has played a lot of football around the kind of higher levels of, of the non-league um, system. Um, but yeah, here he is with an opportunity um, uh, and in line for a, an appearance um, in Emirati Vibe 
Bars final. Um, well, let's hear from him now. I caught up with him last night. Yeah, Dave, first of all, uh, in the Marathi, or in the Marathi squad for the first time. Obviously, you've been in the island a, a couple of years now. Um, just give us a sense of, of uh, yeah, what the build-up's been like and what it's what it's like for you to be a part of this setup. Um, for me personally, it's a great honour um, to be involved in this squad. Um, so, yeah, I've a massive privilege um, to be involved. So, looking forward to it personally. Uh, build-up has been outstanding. Um, all the lads have really kind of put in the effort and focused on the coming Saturday. Brilliant. Is it something that you thought you'd get a chance to be involved in when you started playing football in the island? I mean, did you know what it was? Uh, I, I didn't really think about it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I've heard stories and kind of past Marathis and the kind of the importance of it, um, especially off the back of a number of years where we Guernsey haven't really been successful. So hopefully this year will be that, that successful year and kind of be really good. Yeah, and for you, you've obviously played uh, a lot for Guernsey FC this season. Um, to come into this uh, um, this setup, obviously as an island team, it's it's slightly different. Does it feel like there's a different atmosphere around the group? Yeah, definitely, definitely. There's um, Tony and Carl have all up their game. They've kind of the, the importance of the Marathi is kind of the focus. So yeah, it's been really kind of really drilled into us how, how important this game is going to be. Um, and I guess there's going to be a, a bit of attention on you, given your age. Um, <laughs> for people who haven't seen you play in the island, I mean, they might be surprised to hear that someone in, in their early 40s is, uh, is in a Gansey Marathi lineup. I mean, what's been the secret to your longevity? It's just a number <laughs> at the end of it. No, um, just um, it, get, it does get easier as you get older. You just don't do as much running, you kind of read the game a bit better. Um, but for me, um, I really have a focus on looking after myself. Uh, eating right, training and stuff like that. So um, it sounds daft, but the more you train, it kind of easier it becomes. Uh, but it is just a number. And you've seen a lot of football, you know, you've played a lot of football uh, you know, at different levels in different um, environments. You know, here as you are now, do you feel like you're kind of as comfortable in this as you've ever been in your career? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel a massive part of this. Um, and everybody's maybe so welcome from Guernsey FC to obviously. Um, with the Marathi squad um, yeah I felt, felt so comfortable in it um, but hopefully I can use my experience to kind of be that calming head at times um, when obviously things might get a little bit irate and a bit uptense so hopefully that'll kind of rub off on people so well best of luck thank you very much thank you um, Dave Merris speaking to me at Footslane last night all the best um, to him for this weekend all the best to the Guernsey squad Let's just cast an eye over Jersey's um, selections. Uh, they've announced uh, their squads today. Um, we're recording on Thursday afternoon. Uh, they're bringing Ewan van der Vliet and Pierre Roach, the two keepers. Uh, then it's Adam Trotter, Ben LaRougetel, Harry Curtis, Francis Lekimamati, Toby Ritzema, James Carr, James Kerry, Jay Giles, Joe Kilshaw, Johnny Lacane, Carl Hines, Lorne Bickley, Luke Campbell, and Miguel Carvalho. I mean, lots of players in that lineup who, uh, you know, Guernsey will know all too well. I mean, we've spoken about it last year and, and, and previously, um, you know, Kerry and Campbell um, at the back have just been so kind of imperious for Jersey and Marathi vases in, in recent years. Um, so, you know, it'll be up to Guernsey um, to find a way through them. And 
at the sort of younger end of the spectrum, uh, we mentioned him um, after the under-21s game. Toby Ritzema uh, has been a, a really impressive young player for Jersey um, coming through the age group. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes um, if he uh, makes it onto the pitch on Saturday. Um, their course beat Alderney 6-1 away, um, which I guess, given uh, the way things have developed in Alderney, um, is probably not a result that you'll read too much into, given the way they've sort of dropped off in the last year or two. Um but yeah, Gareth, uh, your sort of final thoughts on the men's game and in, uh, in sort of looking at those two squads? Well, I think you mentioned before, Tony, that uh, there's very rarely many goals in it and whatever goals there are, they're usually quite evenly spread. So I imagine it will probably come down to the odd goal in the game yet again. I'm just hoping that Guernsey are the ones who come out on top of this one. Um, yeah, like you say, last year they played very well. They played almost exactly, I think, how Tony Vance wanted to play. Um, they just basically couldn't put the ball in the net on the day. And if... If a couple of chances fall this time, let's hope we can take them. Um, I look at our squad and I, I'm sort of really pleased with the the attacking options that are there. If things aren't going our way with sort of like half an hour to go, have you? There are definite options there on the bench to bring on, and um, you'd be able to change uh, the moment, momentum of the game. So. Um, yeah, I'm sure it'll be a really hard game. It'll be um, pretty physical as well as uh, uh, attritional. But um, yeah, fingers crossed that Guernsey come out on top of this one. Yeah, and I just want to mention as well, it's 10 years since that Ross Allen goal at the track. It's still Allen, uh, as uh, uh, Rob Jones, the uh, former ITV um, reporter, kind of commentated. Uh, one of the... well. For me, the greatest Marathi goal ever scored. I mean, I haven't seen all of them, but if there's a better one scored, it doesn't exist, I don't think. No, it's still being talked about now. Funnily enough, the other day I was, I was chatting to um, to someone at, down at the, uh, the golf club and they were talking about Ross Allen's goal from from the track and just um, just how, how how he keeps himself in shape when we talk about Dave Maris. Obviously, Ross is sort of like in his, perhaps um, what you perhaps call his twilight years, but he doesn't look it. He still looks um, really, really fit. And um, yeah, fingers crossed you can come up with another another bit of magic on Saturday just to to win us a game. Yeah, I think if he gets anywhere near that, he might be uh, sailing off into the sunset after <laughs> this one. Maybe stick around for the Island Games. But um, yeah, that was uh, an extraordinary moment 10 years ago. Um, let's hope we see a repeat of it on Saturday. Welcome back. The 105th Marathi Vars final, um, the men's game, uh, kicks off at three o'clock at Foots Lane. Um, and for the first time, as we mentioned at the top this year, um, the women will have already been in action at the same venue, on the same pitch, which is a, a little bit of Marathi um, history. Um, the women's Marathi returning to the island after quite a long break, it's fair to say, um, for a 10.30 kickoff. Again, Jersey got the better of things last year, um, winning comfortably as the uh, fixture made its return uh, after an even longer break than the pandemic. Of course, it hadn't been played for a couple of years before then um, because of Guernsey's withdrawal from the competition. Um, but yeah, Guernsey very much looking forward now um, under the management of Anna Govine and Katie Watson, who we heard from on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, stepping into the fold after Richard Sutton's resignation. And um, they've been working hard over the last couple of weeks um, to get things together um, for Saturday. And I went down last night to Foots Lane as they got acquainted um, with the venue and spoke to their manager, Anna Govine. You've only been in this role for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, <laughs> Just seems like ages. Talk us through the build-up uh, over those last couple of weeks since we last spoke to you on the pod and, and yeah, how things have come together. Yeah, well, um, as you see, we've got our squad together now um, for the Marathi and we're with the girls tonight, um, just making it feel a little bit um, more real for them and making sure that, you know, the nerves and things are, are not too, too bad coming out in front of a, a big stand and a, a big pitch and more for the occasion. 
just make getting them used to the surroundings really. Um, over the last couple of weeks we've focused a lot on formation and, and how we want to play and defend and you know create chances as well so you know the girls have prepared as, as much as we can do so it's down to them on the day how much they want it and yeah I think they're all excited. Yeah and you've obviously been able to get a better handle on the squad in those last couple of weeks I mean what's your um, what's your sort of sense of, of how much I suppose, strength you've got in there and, and um uh, kind of, I suppose, willingness to battle as well because it is going to be uh, it's going to be a test, isn't it, on Saturday? Yeah, it will be a test. Um, we've got a mix of players that have experienced Marathis before, but we've also got some very new players. Um, but they're exciting. They're young, you know. They're fit and they really want to do well. And they they've integrated really well over the last couple of weeks, taking on board what we've said. So, yeah, I think they're all willing to give it a go and and see what we can do on the day. Yeah, and for the first time, uh, the women are going to be playing on the same pitch as the men on the same day. And as you say, you know, down here as we are at Footslane, um, it is a big venue, something I'm probably sure the players, uh, a lot of them won't have played um, on something a uh, yeah, pitch like this before. But how much as a coach do you want them to kind of just embrace it rather than uh, kind of take any nerves onto the field? Yeah, I mean, you know, as coaches as well, this is our first experience being at the side of the pitch at Foots Lane um, in front of hopefully a, a decent crowd. So um, we've got to make sure the girls are ready to play a football match at the end of the day. Um, the occasion will be great, um, but yeah, we're here to play football. So hopefully those nerves will be settled a bit tonight and on Friday when we meet up again. But yeah, we really want them to concentrate on the football in the day. Um, taking a little bit of the atmosphere but as soon as they step over the line we we want them to play and express themselves and and put on a performance for their crowd and i guess for for women's football in guernsey not only is it a big day in terms of yeah as we said playing it on the same um you know the same venue as the men but obviously it only made its return last year after quite a long break didn't it in jersey so it's the first uh, women's Marathi in guernsey for quite a number of years yeah. i mean just for you coming back into or coming into this role and coming sort of back into the the island women's setup i mean this is the starting point of the journey I think as you said I mean yeah do you see a really positive future now looking forward yeah I mean we know that we've got um some of the ball girls coming for from the academy and some being mascots so it's going to be great for them to see the girls play and perform you know they see us as coaches um Joelle as well but actually to see that you know their players as, as well as coaches it's something for them to to look up to but it's it's great to hear people in Guernsey talking about women's football I've had a couple of weekends over in Jersey over the last um, few weeks and even people over there are really excited to to hear our story and to to excited for us to get going again and you know bring some consistency in and and build from there so yeah no it's uh, it's really exciting for the girls best of luck and we'll uh, see you on the other side thank you very much Anna Govine speaking to me there Gareth I mean uh, we've talked about the stop starts in women's football on the pod this this season, and there have been um, quite a few, haven't there? But with an island games to come in a few weeks, um, this fixture back at Futsane and, and Anna and Katie um, at the helm, kind of on the coaching side of things, it does feel like there is a lot of positivity around whatever the result ends up being on Saturday. Yeah, for sure, Tony. Um, I think Anna and Katie have spoken really well sort of since taking over the, the roles um, about the fact that there are actually something to look forward to, no doubt, um, but it, it shouldn't be the be-all and end-all um, for this group now. They're, a lot of this group are just starting out. It's great to see, I mean, I've seen some of the pictures of the, their training sessions sort of in the build-up and just a load of fresh faces there. And it's nice to see that sort of like that young element coming into the Guernsey team 
Uh, and they've got a lot to look forward to in the, in the very near future with this game and also the Ireland games coming up. Um, but it really is just sort of like the start of their journey. I mean, they've, they've got a long way to go. Um, and they just it'll be a great experience for them against Jersey. I mean, who knows what they can pull off on the day? You know, you never know with the, the home support and, and what have you. Um, but no, I, I think that there's a lot to look forward to in, in um, local women's football. And like you say, also with uh, with Mayor playing Sunday, you hope that her success will bring even more people forward to, to play. Yeah, definitely. You mentioned the sort of blend of, of experience and youth in there. I caught up with um, a few of the players um, last night. Um, let's hear now from one of them who's got a bit more experience and one uh, youngster making her debut. Steph Batiste, who's got a, a few Marathi caps to her name, and Scarlett Gallagher, who at 16 is in line for her debut. In fact, they could be lining up alongside each other in Guernsey's defence. And I had a chat to them on the pitch at Footslane. Scott, let me come to you first. Your, your debut, potentially your debut this weekend in contention. Um, just talk us through how you're feeling ahead of it and uh, what kind of emotions you're feeling. I'm feeling quite nervous, actually, but I'm also just, I'm here to win it, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really. Yeah, fantastic. And what about your journey up to this point? I mean, um, just talk us through, yeah, kind of where you play your football and, and how, uh, how long you've been kind of looking ahead to playing for, for the island. So I've been playing football for Sylvan's men's team for about... Um, since I was four so this is actually quite like a big step like first time I've been playing for like the women's game so yeah that's quite exciting yeah fantastic yeah. and Steph what can you say about her ability in <laughs> such a young um, age really really capable like it's a shame we haven't had her for a few years that she hasn't been old <laughs> enough you know but yeah absolutely happy to have her in the back line with us so strong and we'll drive forward with the ball so yeah all the right all the right things that we need on the pitch on the weekend. Fantastic. For you, you've yeah. been involved a little longer. You've got a bit more experience. Um, just talk us through what it means to be kind of on the verge of a, another women's ratty in Guernsey because that's been a, a number of years since we've had one here. Yeah, it's nice to be back on home turf. Obviously, have a home crowd and hopefully get a really good kind of crowd supporting us, bearing in mind that obviously the men's game's after us. So this first time it's happened. So to get a decent crowd behind us would be lovely at home games because, you know, it hasn't been here for a really really long time so I'm really looking forward to it um I don't know more excited than nervous I think just like more kind of excited for the girls that are you know this, their first time and having that experience so yeah really looking forward to it and yeah we went over to Jersey last year it was a, a tough uh, afternoon there I mean you, you obviously be expecting another tough test um but yeah how, how do you sort of approach this one kind of mentally um, I think just kind of, we know what we're up against. We know that they're a really, really good team. Um, you know, Island Games, they won it back in 2015. Um, and yeah, just, I think we just got to go out and think that we're just as good as them and we're going to compete for absolutely everything. And, you know, we want to win. We want to score goals. So I think we just got to go there with willingness and kind of, yeah, just take it to them, really. Yeah, fantastic. And Scarlett, what's it going to be like playing here at Fitzlane? Oh God, I've never actually played here before, so this is going to be new to me. <laughs> but yeah, um, it seems like a good pitch, so hopefully it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, for you, what's, what's the training been like uh, in the build-up the last couple of weeks? Because you've been um, getting together since Anna and Katie kind yeah. of took over. Yeah, well, it's been quite like intense, but in a good way. Like we've been, we've come closer in a team, which is really good. And like, we've had more dedication to the game and stuff, yeah. It feels like it's really clicked. Yeah, really. Yeah, it has. Fantastic. And I, I mentioned uh, Anna and Katie. Uh, obviously, you, you know, two people you'll know very well, Steph. Um, what's it uh, like to have them in charge of the, the operation now? And um, yeah, do you see a sort of real positive future for women's football under their uh, stewardship, I guess? Yeah, massively. I think it's really good that they've, you know, they're involved. They've been playing for years. They've, you know, been coaching. 
Um, I think it's only positive that we've got these guys involved. You know, they've brought some really good technical stuff into, you know, what we need going forwards and looking forward to obviously to the Island Games as well. So, yeah, they're, they're the right people for the job, I think. So, yeah, really, really positive and great for the future. So, onwards and upwards. And finally, Scarlett, for you as a young player, does that feel like, uh, does that feel like it, it's you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can't wait for the future as well for women's football. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, best of luck on Saturday. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Scarlett Gallagher and Steph Batiste chatting to me there. Um, let's just run through that whole Guernsey squad for you. The two keepers, Emma Carapel and Iona Martel. Then it's Joelle Prio, Lindsay Stanton, Olivia Smith, uh, Scarlett Gallagher, Scarlett Keneally, Steph Batiste, Amy Ozier, Amy Dallimore, Candice Bagore, Cody Laflemme, Donna Gallian, Adrienne Leach, Callie Headley and Elise Lalasha. Um, one more voice to hear now before we wrap up this podcast. That is Emma Carapel, who was in goal um, for Guernsey at Springfield last year. Um, actually broke her leg uh, in the first half of that match. Um, I, I didn't quite know how severe the injury was and played on and made a couple of saves um, before coming off. But um, yeah, she's uh, back fit and firing um, and ready for this weekend. And obviously involved last year. Um as it made its return but quite an eventful day for you personally just talk us through how it played out uh yeah i think well we, i think we started well um there was a bit of a, a dodgy tackle about 20 25 minutes in i broke my leg uh so yeah that was painful but and you, and you had to make a few more saves after that before you came off i did yeah yeah uh played to about 40 minutes and then our physio very intelligently took me off um, so yeah, that was a bit, a bit soul destroying, but yeah, we didn't have another keeper on the day either. So, uh, bless her, one of our defenders, Ollie Smith went in goal. Um, and yeah, we just couldn't keep it together. And I think they had five goals in 20 minutes and then the other 70 were, were pretty solid, but it was uh, a shame really. Well, hopefully none of that drama, uh, this Saturday, um, for you, to have the, the women's brassy back in Guernsey. Obviously, it's been a number of years, hasn't it? It made its return in Jersey last year, but yeah, a number of years since we've had it here. How special is that going to be? Oh, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, um, the crowd, the atmosphere, having it back on home turf, on foot lane as well with the, the stands and all the people is going to be amazing. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, and what sense do you get of the the squad that you're going to it with? You guys, obviously, there's been a sort of a few stop starts, um, but Anna and Katie have, have come in with a couple of weeks to go. And um, yeah, it seems like you're in good spirits down here tonight. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I think we're confident, you know, we're playing well, we're training hard. Anna and Katie coming in um, bring some stability. They're both experienced, they've both done island games, they've both done Marathis before. Obviously, Katie captained last year. Um, so, so, yeah, I think they've brought a bit more structure to the squad um, alongside like Paul Wheatley and, and Scott as well. So I think I think we're confident, we're I think we're more settled than we probably were last year um there's definitely a better vibe about it so yeah really looking forward to it does it feel like the start of something you know you've got an island games to come of course and and hopefully um now the you know the women's are back as a fixture on the the calendar um yeah does it feel like this is the beginning of, a, of an exciting time for, for women's football yeah absolutely i think you know women's football's growing all around the world and and we're a little bit behind the times probably um but i think we're we're well on our way to catching up and hopefully with the new developing squad will you know we'll battle through this island games again on home turf really exciting times and then you know island games again two years time you know so pick up a few marathis between now and then and and then move on to start winning medals 
Emma Karapel speaking to me there. The women kicking off at half 10 at Foots Lane. Um, yeah, and all the best to them. It is going to be a fantastic day all round. I think the uh, forecast is pretty good. The sun set to be shining. Uh, on Saturday um, so yeah lots to look forward to there um, we'll have another podcast for you wrapping up what happened next week you can also um, read plenty more Marathi build-up in the pages of the Guernsey Press over the next couple of days so do pick up a paper um, our thanks to Close Finance for their support of our coverage this weekend I'll be filming both matches um, so we'll have uh, full highlights on the Guernsey Press YouTube channel um, well I say as soon as possible after full times on Saturday but it, it might be a bit later depending on uh, which way the results go we'll see um but yeah full highlights to follow um via the Guernsey press youtube channel of both matches um so keep an eye out for that gareth thanks very much um yeah here we go into the big one uh fingers crossed we'll be celebrating next week um but yeah have a good weekend and we'll see you soon thanks Tony, and good luck Guernsey. <laughs>